Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey. Uh, we're doing uh, movie news today. We didn't get to do it yesterday, so we're going to try to cram it all in today. Uh, I'm doing it solo again. Uh, we're, I'm planning on doing this Monday through Friday uh, to keep people up to date what's coming out is in movie news. I enjoy doing this. So here we get, get Let's get started. Let's just get started here. Playing with Fire, official trailer dropped. It's the family comedy starring John Cena. Keenan Michael Key and John Leguizamo as firefighters. What did I think of this trailer? Well, it's a kid's film. Um, I think it's going to be great for kids. My son loves John Cena, so we're, we're going to be going seeing this. Uh, I think it, I, th I think it has funny moments. I think it's going to, you know, it's going to be, it's going to have, it's going to have heart. It's going to, you know, it's going to be your typical family film. I mean, uh, with comedy. Uh, I think, um, at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a, a, a cute little film. Uh, I don't expect anything more than that. He's he's doing these, uh, you know, he just did Bumblebee. He's He did Blockers, I think, uh, last year, if I'm not mistaken. He did Blockers, which wasn't, for me, it wasn't all that great. It was an okay movie. It wasn't, you know, I felt he was trying too hard. But John Cena is trying to establish himself as an actor and uh, he's breaking away from WWE for the most part, and you know he's trying different things. He's trying to get his foot in the door of comedy, which is kind of what The Rock did. Uh, I mean, I mean, he, I know he did Scorpion King, but that had comedy in it. Um, uh, the Rundown had comedy in it, and then you know he went on to do uh, Two Fairy, which some people compared this to Two Fairy. Uh, but I really compare this trailer to the Game Plan uh, more than I would to Two Fairy. Uh, you know, which, you know, I'm a fan of both films. I like the Two Fairy. I don't, you know, I don't love it, but I enjoyed it for what it was. It's a family, it's a little family film. I mean, you, you kind of know what you're watching. Uh, but you know, I thought this trailer, you know, looked alright. I mean, I know my son, when he sees the trailer, uh, possibly this weekend for Lion King, he, he's probably going to mark out. I mean, he's probably going to get so excited. He said, John Cena! John Cena! He'll probably do his little theme, which I cannot do and don't want to do. I'm not going to embarrass myself here. But anyway, I, I really, I, I you know, I, I enjoyed the trailer for what it was. It's a family comedy, so I enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, what did y'all think? Uh, let us know in the comments, uh, please. I mean, if you're listening out there, let us know on our Facebook on on a, or Twitter, uh, whatever, you know, just let us know what you thought of it. But uh, I'm gonna try to find something else. Um, there we go. Uh, I'm looking it up. I don't have notes. I kind of wanna make this feel authentic, you know. Just the Hustlers trailers dropped yesterday, but I did not actually fully watch. I only saw about half of it, and that's not because I wasn't interested. Uh, but it's just because I, I was doing other things. I, I wasn't feeling that great yesterday. It's, that's the main reason why I didn't do uh, movie news. But what I saw, it looked pretty good. But I just could not finish. It just wasn't feeling good. And But I will tune in later. I'll see it in theaters eventually. Uh, see a trailer. It looked pretty good, though, for what I saw. Um, but that, that did drop yesterday. Uh, but I don't know. What did anyone else think about it? What did y'all think? Uh, did you enjoy it? Do you enjoy Jennifer Lopez? Uh, does she st is she still, you know, bankable for today? Uh, you know, I, I, that's a that's a good question to ask. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I enjoyed what I saw, but you know. Okay, let's move on. Um, uh, good Boys second trailer dropped. Uh... I only, like I said, I didn't watch the whole trailer. I've seen enough of Good Boys to know what I want. I know I'm gonna go see it. Uh, I love what they, the, the the prologue to the second trailer was them kind of dissing Seth Rogen's movies. I love that. That was funny. Uh, I look forward to this movie. Um, it's it's gonna be like for me, it's like a prequel to us, super bad in a way. You know, it, 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 I know it's not, but it, it is in a way. You know, I feel like. It could be like in a shared universe if they want it to. Uh, but this could be like, I don't know. I don't know. But I, 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 it just feels like super bad, just younger kids. And, and I love it. But I, I'm looking forward to that movie. Uh, up next is Happy Death Day 3. Um, the word was that it was in development. Now they're saying it's not. 
Um, which I know my girlfriend's going to be upset about that because she really enjoys Happy Death Day. Uh, I'm a little shocked. Um, I mean, I know it didn't make a ton of money at the box office, but it didn't, it didn't well enough. It made $60 million worldwide on a $9 million budget. You would think that's enough to finish this film, but apparently it's not. Here's what I think, though. Uh, I think they will eventually do Happy Death Day 3. Uh, I don't know if it'll be on the big screen. Maybe it'll go to a streaming service, but I definitely think this story will close. I think you'll get uh, you know, a resolution, uh, a, a climactic, climax ending to it, uh, to this franchise. I, I'll be honest with you, though. The first film I wanted to really love, I just thought it was okay. I really did. The second film, though, I actually liked. I liked it. Uh, I thought the slasher aspect of it was silly and stupid, but it just, you know, I liked what they did. Look, here's my thing. I liked the time travel they did in the uh, in the sequel, but I did love the slasher stuff they did in the first movie. Uh, but I just overall didn't care for the story of that first film but the second film I love the story. I just I don't care about what's going on with the you know the the mass the baby mass killer. I, that that it was pointless in my opinion. Just pointless and uh, I really didn't enjoy that. I think if I had to give it a rating, we have not, you know, uh reviewed any of these films and maybe me and Aaron will one day review the Happy Death Day films, especially if the third one comes out we'll review them all three like we did John Wick maybe. Uh but I would say the first one was a 2.5 for me. Like, it's okay. It's watchable. But it passes the time. Uh, the third, the second one would probably get a 3 for me. Uh, I, I liked it. Uh, but, I, I don't know. I hope that they finish the story for the fans. Because, you know, the fans enjoy it. The fans want to see this ending. And I hope they enjoy it. You know, I hope they get their ending. I'm all about, you know... I, I like to see the fans happy, you know. I, I like to say, anytime someone pays money to go see a movie in theater, I want, you know, as a fan of film, uh, we should all leave the theater happy, not upset, not mad at what they did, you know, you know, reasonably happy, you know. Yeah, that's just my feelings on it. But anyway, moving on, Disney's live-action Little Mermaid as uh, Javier Bardem. Bardem? For King Triton, for uh, for you know the Little Mermaid, her uh, you know Ariel's father. A lot of people were wanting Terry Crews since they casted uh, the actress they cast. Um, uh, look, I'm <laughs> I don't know. I'll I, look. End of the day, it's not gonna matter who they cast. Uh, people will go see the Little Mermaid, and uh, and that's it. I mean, they, they will go see it. Like people. We're hating on Aladdin, uh, but people went and seen it. People are kind of hating on Little Mermaid, and I may not agree with the casting choices, but people will go see it. They just will. Like Lion King, it's it's meant to break records this weekend, and it's got bad reviews, but people are gonna go see it. Me personally, I read some of the reviews. I don't think it's bad. It's just a, it's they feel like it's the same movie as it was in 1994, and. Uh, they're not going to change too much, uh, but they're making it live action, so I don't, you know, I, I said this to Aaron when we didn't review Child's Play, that if if they change too much, fans are complaining. If they change nothing, fans are going to complain. Uh, well, more so what I said, if they changed nothing, like if Child's Play would have been Chucky, like Chucky we knew, and it wouldn't have had Brad Dorf, fans would have complained about it. But, you know, fans complained regardless because we didn't have Brad Dorf. But, it, it, like, I, I enjoyed that movie. Uh, I, I gave it a, a four. I, I really had fun with that movie. And I just think, at the end of the day, I think fans are going to go see this movie. Um, You know, and, and people can say, well, they didn't go see Child's Play. It only made $28, $29 million, uh, on a $10 million budget. Uh, True. But the biggest Child's Play film, I think, is Bride of Chucky, and it made 32 or 33. Um, so they don't typically make a lot. And this one coming out, May 29, compared to around 10 or 15 for some. Uh, I think Friday Night didn't make much either when it was remade. Uh, but 
I, I don't... I think Javier is a great actor. I would have loved to have seen him as Frankenstein's monster. And Bill Cotton's uh, reimagining of that to go with a dark universe that was planned that we didn't get. But, hey, it didn't happen, uh, sadly. But uh, Javier will... He'll be good in this role. I, I have no problems with him being, uh, you know, King Triton. I don't have a problem with it at all. But let's move on and find another topic here. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, here's one I like. I like to talk about a little bit about. Jay and Silent Bob reboot cast includes three former Batman actors. Um... Okay, I think Kevin Conway, Conway, I think I'm pronouncing it right, uh, Conway, Conway, I don't know. The, the Batman animated voice actor, I think he'll be one that'll show up. I think, I think Michael Keaton will be another. Um, and I know everyone's hoping Ben shows up, and it'd just be fitting for me if Ben does show up. I mean... Ben Affleck not in a Kevin Smith film that is part of this weird clerk shared universe. Uh, uh, it, a film without, I mean, I know there's been films without Ben, but, you know, I, I just hope Ben shows up in this movie. I, I honestly cannot wait for this movie. I, you know, I'm sad that we never got Clerks 3. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm telling you, I love these films. I love this universe that Kevin Smith has created. I mean, he's, uh, he, for me personally, he's been an inspiration for me. I think my Kenny and Dirk story and those characters I created back in the day um, were inspired by Kevin Smith's Clerks, you know, all those other films he did, Dogma, Mallrats, uh, Chase and Amy, Jay and Silent Bob. You know, I mean, he has all these multiple characters that are, they're so outrageous and crazy and, and so lovable, too. And I created that, something similar to that in, in Kenny Dirk. And here's the thing, though. I I had seen uh, Dogma back in the day. And uh, I seen Clerks back in the day. But I hadn't seen the others. And what I created, I feel like it's similar to those characters. Not characters, but similar to that world. And I created these weird, crazy characters very different from what he created, but still, I feel like he inspired me to create that. Uh, I have a lot of love for Kevin Smith. He's one of my favorite, um, not just directors, one of my favorite writers and one of my favorite actors. I, I love Kevin Smith when he's acting. Uh, I still haven't seen uh, all of his films. Uh, I know he's got two Yoga Hosers and, and another horror film with John Goodman in it that I haven't seen. I would love to see them. I would love to, you know, finally sit down and watch them. And someday I will. And when I do, it'll be great. But I, I really am so excited uh, for this. I, I really am. Um, but I'll move on. Uh, I'm just briefly going to move on to this one because I have not seen any episodes of this. But Gossip Girl spinoff is moving forward at HBO Max. Uh, like I said, I haven't seen anything of Gossip Girl, so I can't literally say anything about it, uh, but if you're a fan of Gossip Girl, it's returning, so uh, your dreams, your hopes, <laughs> your fandom should be running wild, uh, but moving on here, Jason Momoa to get star on The Simpsons, uh, which is great. I haven't seen The Simpsons in years, though. Um, I do really want to go back and watch that show, and you know, I'll probably never be able to catch up because it's season thirty-one. Uh, but I mean, they they they've done everything. They've <laughs> they've predicted things that have happened. Uh, they're, they're they're really the Back to the Future too uh, of everything. Uh, but you know, I I I'm happy for Jason to get uh, get star on The Simpsons. I'm happy for him for uh, Aquaman and whatever else he does. He's a he's a pretty good actor. I love him in The Red Road though. I, that was uh, the first. I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I can't say about his character there. But The Red Road, I love his character in The Red Road, and I love that show. It only lasted two seasons on Sundance, but I really loved it. That's what I really noticed. Then he did the film with Sylvester Stallone, and uh, he he was the villain in it. 
and I really enjoyed that. If you have not seen it, go see it. Um, it is called uh oh, what is that movie called? What is that movie? Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's. I have it. I'm gonna go look for. It. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just now hit me. Bullet to the head. If you have not seen Bullet to the Head, go see it. Find it streaming, rented at a local video store, whatever you gotta do. That movie is really good. It's one of my favorite in modern day Sylvester Stallone action thrillers. It's a really good film. Uh, Jason Moe is good as the villain. He's much better than he was as Conan the Barbarian, which shouldn't have been remade. I think it'd be okay to remake it now, but I, I, ho I hope for a third Arnold Conan film. But it, that, but anyway, Jason Momoa, he's, I really like him. He's a, he's a pretty good actor. Uh, I look forward to Aquaman too. I really do. Uh, but let's move on. Let's find something else. Um, uh, well, here we go. Here's a little horror news. Uh, I'll just read about it. It, it says, The ins Insidious Ghost Explained, The Bride in Black Origin. The Bride in Black Origin is one of the insidious, most iconic ghosts, but what is the backstory of the malicious spirit? Director James Wan broke out due to the surprise of six of his low-budget debut, Saw, which was originally intended as a straight-to-video release. Unbelievable. <laughs> that was intended for straight-to-video. While Saw is credited with kicking off a cycle of films focused on torture, the original movie is more of a tense thriller with little in the way to of, of overt gore. And by the way, Saw is the best Saw movie. The first one. They never will top that movie because it wasn't about the gore. It really it was about that twist ending. Oh man, one day me and Aaron will review Saul. Juan had no interest in directing Saul too, so he worked on an original horror movie with Dead Silence instead. One of my favorite films from James Wan. I could talk about James Wan all day. I really could. But let's move on. While this killer puppet movie was undeniable, stylish, and eerie, it failed to catch on in the same way as Saul. His next movie was a bleak. Vigilante Thriller Death Sentence, which starred Kevin Bacon. Love that movie, too. It really is the remake of Death Wish. I haven't seen Bruce Willis's version of Death Wish, but the Kevin Bacon movie Death Sentence really is. It personifies that 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 70s film, Charles Bronson, Death Wish. It really did. But anyway, it which starred, as I said, Kevin Bacon and John Goodman. The movie was based on the sequel novel to Death Wish, of course. <laughs> I should have just kept writing. But despite good reviews, it was another box office disappointment. And I'm shocked by that. I mean, it was such a good story. It was so sad. I mean, man, they hit me. That movie, it hurts you to watch. It's brutal. It's, man, it just hurts. But anyway, Juan decided to retain with Saul writing partner Lee Wannell to make Insidious, another low-budget horror movie that would focus on suspense instead of violence. Insidious was a huge success for, for Blumhouse. Blumhouse, who I really believe it started with Insidious. I, I really do. I think... I know Paranormal Activity was a... was a really where it started, but for me, it was Insidious where I really started to notice their name. And that's great. Uh, but anyway... Let's go to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to the bride. Um, it turns out Dalton. Okay, let's get let's get to it. I want. Okay, Insidious was a huge success for Blumhouse, whose low budget model was starting to catch on following the success of Paranormal Paranormal Activity series. Juan returned direct to direct Insidious Chapter Two, while Juan will direct Insidious Chapter Three. The original movie focuses on a boy named Dalton who falls into a coma with his spirit becomes trapped in another dimension and it's up to his father, Josh. Patrick Wilson from the Conjuring universe, but started in the Insidious universe, to enter this plane and rescue him. It turns out Dalton has inherited Josh's ability to a Strau project, and Josh has been tormented as a boy by an evil spirit called the Bride in Black. And you know what, this Bride in Black should get her own spinoff film in the... Insidious universe, it really should. I mean, I'm still a fan of the Insidious films. I, I really am. I, I love, I've seen the last one, I enjoyed it. I thought the last one was the best sequel. Um, I really enjoyed that story. It's not 
I don't think it's a true horror film, but I enjoyed her story. Uh, but I, let's get let's get into it. In the finale of Insidious, Josh rescued Dalton from the father, only for psychic Elise, who was played by Lynn Shay, to realize the bride in black has possessed him. In the first movie, this ghost is more of an ominous background thread, but Insidious Chapter 2 greatly fleshed out this spirit's backstory. It's revealed that in life, the bride in black was a serial killer known as Parker Crane. Parker was tormented by his mother growing up, who forced him to dress as a girl. And years of psych psychological abuse would turn Parker into a killer. He would kill several young women whilst wearing a black funeral dress and would be dubbed the bride in black by newspapers. Before his death, Parker encountered a young Josh and grew jealous of the warm relationship between the boy and his mother, Lorraine. This is why Parker sought to possess and replace him when Josh was young. But decades after the bride in black was banished, the ghost reemerged when Dalton became lost in the further. Parker finally got his wish to become Josh in Insidious 2, Chapter 2, but his strange behavior quickly led the family to realize Josh was trapped in the further and Parker had taken his place. Parker possessing Josh also led to an accelerated aging with his hair thinning and some of his teeth falling out. In the finale of the sequel, the bride in black is banished from Josh and Parker's tormented spirit is finally put to rest. Insidious Chapter 3 is a prequel that revealed more of the personal history between Elise and the bride in black, with the latter holding a grudge against the psychic when she prevented the spirit possessing Josh as a child. The bride in black reappears throughout the story, vowing to strangle Elise. While part three ends with Elise alive and well, the ghost vow what would sadly come to pass by the end of the first Insidious. But I, I really enjoy the, the Bride in Black. I really enjoy the Insidious films. Like I said, I think she should get, well, he technically should get um, his own spinoff film. Uh, I think I think they really should look at what the Conjuring universe is doing. Because Insidious could be as big, you know, if, if they really focused hard enough. I mean, I've enjoyed, I enjoyed Chapter 2. I thought Chapter 3 was... A little meh. I really did. Uh, but the last key I thought was solid. I really did. I really did. I really thought it was solid. But I think you, if you do a spinoff, I think you gotta do a spin. I like that they're talking about you know connecting Sinister and Insidious together. I think that could get fans interested if they do that. But I'm really like I said, I'm a big fan of Insidious, and uh, I know a lot of people aren't today, but. I really am. I still support that franchise, and I can't wait for the next one. I really can't. Okay, let's move on. And f you know, there's been talk of for the next Spider-Man film, the villain will be Craven. Um, and they're but that's talk they're gonna make him from Black Panther. So I don't know what's gonna happen here. I think maybe he'll show up in Black Panther two, and then come to you know. This is, and connect, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to connect Spider. I don't know how it's going to connect, but it's an interesting thought. I thought they were going to go with um, Venom, you know, connect Sony's Venom and Spider Man. Maybe that's for part four or part five. I don't know. I, I hope Venom shows up eventually. I mean, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's see. Oh, here's some here's some talk of uh, Stranger Things. Who is the American in season three's credit scene? A lot of people believe it's Hopper. They really do. Um, but I think there's a possibility it could be Matthew Modine's character from season one, the Doctor, who uh, ele L eleven called Papa. I, I think it could be him. I think he's definitely going to come back in season four. I think he's going to be working with the Russians. I I, I really do. And, but I don't, if it's, I don't know, it could possibly be him in there. Uh, I would say it's going to be Hopper, but I definitely think, uh, you know, Matthew Modine's character will return. Uh, but, you know, what do y'all think? Who do y'all think is in that that room in Russia? Uh, do you think it's Hopper? Do you think it's the doctor? Do you think it's someone completely different? Someone we haven't met yet. Uh, it could be, I mean, 
My money's on Hopper, but I definitely think we're seeing Papa return in Season 4. I, I definitely think we're going to see that. But moving on, let's see what else we got. Um, uh, well, here's one. Paul McCartney is writing It's a Wonderful Life stage musical, which... Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It's one of my favorite mo movies of all time. It it really is. It's such a good story. It's I mean, it, I mean if you watch The Family Man, you're, which is Nicolas Cage, uh, a Nicolas Cage film, uh, it's pretty much It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. You know, inspired so many films. But you know, I, I would actually watch this musical. On stage with Beth, I, I I would I would and and I would love every second of it. So I'm happy they're doing this. They're keeping this you know, story alive, uh, especially it's a wonderful life story. But you know, let's uh, move on. Um, uh, here's one that happened. I saw yesterday. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Awkwardly responds to Titanic door controversy. He was asked about the door that Rose was on. Is this, wasn't there enough room? And he just says no comment. And Brad Pitt was like, I'm going to have to go watch this now. And Margot Robbie was like, but there was enough room for Jack to get on, right? And he says, again, no comment. I love his response to this. It's just funny that so many years later, uh, what was that, 97, 98? I don't remember the year. I want to say 97. Over 20 years, um, this movie came out, and it was a huge box office success. I mean, so many people cried. I saw it once. Uh, I saw it late, though. I didn't see it at the beginning when this movie came out. I saw it so late. I really wanted to see it, but, you know, I didn't have a license at the time, and uh, no friend wanted to go see Titanic. I'm, look, I'm a Cameron guy. I love James Cameron. Uh, I liked Leo. Uh... And growing pains, so that was the first time I noticed him. I, I liked him in Romeo and Juliet. Uh, I, I know that's probably embarrassing to say, but I did like him in that. Uh, the movie, not so much, but his performance I liked. Uh, but you no, know, I wanted to see this movie, so my mother ended up taking me to this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another story, but yeah, she ended up taking me to this movie. I enjoyed it, yeah, and you know, I'll just move on. <laughs> Um, the Eternals could introduce the seventh Infinity Stone, and um, uh, which is known as the Ego Stone. I don't know much about this, but I think the Eternals is going to be like a thousand years before, like anything. <laughs> I guess a thousand years before Captain Marvel, because that was set in the nineties. But I look forward to that kind of a story. Uh, like I said, I don't know much about the Eternals. I don't know really anything about it. But uh, you know, it's. I would watch it. I'd be. I would actually be excited to see what came before. I think actually Star Wars should do something like this. Like, I think they should make a film about the first Jedi. Uh, I have that book, but it's not in canon anymore. Apparently, excuse me. But it is. I would love you know to see that kind of a film. Like I said, I'm new to Star Wars fandom. I, I don't know much about it. I, I I've seen the movies, but I don't know. You know the whole history, uh, you know the cartoon, the animated shows. Uh, I've not, I haven't seen them. That they made uh, other films for TV apparently that I have not seen. The Wookie, I I don't know their name. I know Warwick Davis plays one, but I cannot think of their name. Uh, which some some Star Wars fans hear this and they're like, oh, this guy should not be talking about Star Wars. And you're right, I shouldn't be, because I'm very new to the Star Wars fandom. But, moving on. <laughs> uh, Lion King may set new Disney remake box office record. Uh, you know, I, this is no shock. I mean, of course, I would expect it to... I would, I, I expect it to make a lot of money. And here's what it's projected to do. It's projected to, right now, to make between 180 and 230 million opening weekend which is huge uh but it's a lion king as well it's my favorite disney animated picture uh i love the lion king and i'm looking forward to it i don't care what any of the critics say about it um i'm really looking forward to it 
Uh, I, but, you know, just, I, I really am looking forward to it, and I think many are as well. I don't think many care what the critics are saying now, because, because, especially when these remakes happen, the critics usually hate them, and the fans usually love them. So, I mean, that, that's just how it goes. I, I think, you know, the fans aren't in review. I mean, I, I think the film critics are not reviewing this as as a film on its own. They're reviewing it, comparing it to that original animated film, and that's something you should not do. But moving on, uh, Detective Pikachu is almost the biggest video game movie ever. They they've been saying it's, it was the biggest video game ever, movie ever made. It is the best uh, domestically video game ever made, I believe. But uh, worldwide, it, I think that belongs to Warcraft, which never got its sequel. Uh, so uh, you know, I, Warcraft to me was my favorite video game adaptation. I've I got a few good ones that I enjoyed, whether people liked them or not. I, for me, they hit me in the right place, and Warcraft was one. De Detective Pikachu was another one. I really enjoyed that movie. Knew nothing going in. Was confused at a couple scenes because I, I don't I don't know this universe. It's it wasn't made for me. We took our kid to see it, uh, kids to see it, and uh, uh, and everyone enjoyed it. Oh, uh, of course we. We're annoyed by a couple below us, but for the most part, it was it was a good time. Uh, so I, you know, I look forward to the sequel. I hope they're expanding it for the Super Smash Brothers universe. But if they're not, they're not. What can you do? But here we go. Moving on. Supernatural ending means a spinoff could finally happen. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know if that's possible. Um, the reason I say that is because. Well, it's because it won't. It, I don't think the fans will be as excited for a spinoff of Supernatural if Sam and Dean are not part of it. Uh, maybe something's going to happen at the end of this where one of them finally does completely die. Uh, you know, uh, maybe Jensen, you know, who's Dean dies and maybe he's just tired of doing this but i just don't see either of them doing it without the other and i think if you bring in a whole new cast in the same universe it just it's not gonna work i don't think it's gonna work i don't think you're gonna have that chemistry uh you, you know i don't i just don't think you're gonna have that chemistry i don't think you're, you're i don't think you're gonna have that fan support either uh would i watch it yeah i probably watch it i mean i love supernatural it's one of my favorite shows ever uh it's a great show. I love that show. Uh, but would I watch it? Absolutely. Like I just said, I would. Uh, would I? Th I do. A, I don't think it could top Supernatural. No, no. I, I've seen uh, one of the episodes where they tried to make a spinoff, and I liked the actor that was in it. He was in Never Back Down, I believe it was called the the first one. Um, he was uh, the 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 guy that was getting beat up. It was kind of like the Karate Kid with MMA, uh, but. You know, I liked him. Sean Harris, that's his name. Um, but uh, in that episode, I could care. I didn't care about those characters at all. It's about Sam and Dean. And if you take those guys out, I mean, they have good characters that you ended up caring about. But I have not caught up yet on it. So, But from what I've seen, um, I just don't think a fan base is going to truly support a spinoff um, without Sam and Dean. I, I just... I think you gotta have one of them to get the fans in, in, interested, but then if they're in it, why not just call it Supernatural? Um, I don't know. Uh, I know there were supposed to be girls that were supposed to do that spinoff, and apparently that didn't happen. I haven't, like I said, I'm still behind on Supernatural, but what I've seen of it, I've seen, I'm on season 10, me and her are watching season 10, I think we're about halfway through season 10, and it's just, it's amazing. It's, I love this show, it's so much fun. Uh, it has everything that you could want. Uh, I don't particularly love the angels versus demons storyline that's been going on forever, but uh, you know, I, I I like them hunting monsters, and I liked it before the angels and demons came in. I really loved the first five seasons, six to ten. I enjoy. It's still, it's still fun. It's just, it's not as good. Um, I can I I could say that. I think most fans would say that it's not as good, but the storyline. But the the brother chemistry between Sam and Dean is off the charts. It's probably the brother best sibling combo that I've ever seen in a series or film. 
And that's saying a lot because I've seen quite a few and that have been really good. But Sam and Dean's chemistry that, you know, Jensen and um, uh, I can't think of his name. He did Friday the 13th. I cannot think of his name. But Sam and Dean, their chemistry they have on screen and off screen is just real. You know, that it really is. So I would watch a spinoff, but I don't think it would be as successful. I mean, it may, may last like four or five seasons, but I don't think it could do a 15 season. I don't think it could do 10 seasons. I say it'd be lucky to get six. Uh, but that's just me. That's just coming from me. I was hoping this show was never going to end. I honestly thought this show was going to go to season 20. I really did. And I was hoping for it. When it was announced it was ending, I was so sad. Uh, it, it, it hurt. And, uh, and my girlfriend's, uh was a bigger fan at the time than me. Uh, I, I think we're about the same now, but I, she was okay with it. I wasn't, though. I was not okay. I, 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 if I'm invested in something, I don't want it to end. I really don't. Like, unless it just gets really horrible. And Walking Dead kind of did. And like I say, it's still, from what I've, I haven't seen last season, but it's still enjoyable, but it's just not the same. You know, they kill off so many characters. You, you just, you, you're invested in these characters and they kill them off. You just, uh, you just want to slap AMC. But, you know, they if they f follow the comics right, you know, this could have been really good. But, and it's still good. It's still overall a really good show. One of the best shows of all time, I would say. But, losing Rick, you know, they lost Shane really early, which happened in the comics. But, what John Berthel was actually able to... The translate on screen, I hated Shane in the comic, but he's my favorite character in the Walking Dead universe. I loved Merle. I loved him. Uh, uh, sad when he went. Uh, you know, um, Glenn, sad when he went. Abe, oh, Abraham. <laughs> loved Abraham. But anyway, moving on from Supernatural Walking Dead. Um, i tell you what I would have loved to see, though. Sam and Dean... Uh, those guys uh, come in, do a, like, not a spinoff between Walking Dead and Supernatural, but just show up, maybe, you know, play, play uh, Negan's kids or something, or, or they ran with Negan for a while before he took over. Uh, but I would love to see them show up for, for, for a cameo or something. But anyway, moving on, It Chapter 2, final trailer dropped today and um wow <laughs> this movie is gonna break records this movie is probably gonna end up being my favorite horror film of the year uh right now that's crawl i love crawl go check out our review of crawl if you have not uh that movie is is close it's the closest movie like that the creature feature to jaws that i've ever seen it really is uh it's everything the Meg should have been. And I'm a diehard Meg fan. And during Shark Week, uh, me and Aaron talked about it. But I think I'm going to do a... While he's on vacation. Maybe even while he's on vacation. I don't know. But part of that week, I think I'm on... For Shark Week, I'm going to try to do something every day for sharks. I'm a big fan of sharks. I love sharks. So I think I'm going to do a book versus movie review of Meg. Um, I think Aaron's going to be okay with that. If not, uh, I won't do it. Like I said, I I won't, but I think he'll be okay with it. He's never seen Meg, so I, he didn't seem truly interested in watching it. Uh, but I'm gonna re I, I I recently watched it. I have seen it seven times. I love the Meg. I just wished it followed the book more. But yeah, I mean, it chapter two though was fantastic. Um, that, that that final trailer was fantastic. I think it's gonna break records and probably be the best horror film of the year. I don't know if it'd be the best movie of the year for me that, that's gonna be really so hard to do when we do that i feel like i could do a top 20 list right now <sighs> but and and we're not even in august <laughs> but anyway it's, it chapter two is gonna be fantastic it the trailer is just fantastic it's it's gonna be awesome and i'm saying that and look at we got terminator dark fate which i know some people are like it's not gonna be good i wish they stopped making this i think terminator dark fate's gonna be perfect I'm a little upset by what I'm hearing about the character John Connor, but the story I'm hearing about now, I'm reading some articles about it. I think it's going to be 
off the charts. Definitely the best sequel since T2. I think it's going to top the, the original Terminator. I think it's going to come close to topping Terminator 2. It may actually top it from what I'm reading, and I'm really excited for it. And then you got Rambo, Last Blood. Oh, God. <laughs> Rambo, for me, is off the charts. I know I'm getting off topic. I, I'm going to move on. Oh, God. I got to do a Rambo uh, episode someday. But anyway, Kevin Smith confirms Melissa. I cannot pronounce her last name. She is from Supergirl. <laughs> she is Supergirl. Will be in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. She's going to play the comic book character Chronic. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm excited for that. I haven't seen Supergirl. But I'm excited for that. But moving on real quick. I'm running out of time here. Marvel's Agents of, Sh of S.H.I.E.L.D. to end after Season 7. I haven't seen any of this show, but just letting y'all know, it's ending after Season 7. Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. So, I mean, it's got a good, big fan base. Uh, uh, but I'm going to move on to this one. This one, I just saw a trailer to it. It's a new Netflix limited series. Uh... Well, I just got something here. Uh, this is breaking here. Uh, I'll get to this unlimited series here, but uh, I'm gonna read this real quick. And um, well, here's what it says. Uh, during Terminator Dark Fix panel in Comic Con's Hall H, producer James Cameron reveals that Edward Furlong will return as John Connor. Like, okay, what I've been hearing is that John Connor had died. Um, and they were going to use Edward's facial expression on a kid. Like, something happened after the events of 1991, and so I guess the Terminator came back and killed him. Um, uh, but, uh, let's see what this says here. Uh, uh, up until now, it appeared that John Connor wouldn't be a character in Turner Dark Fate outside of a kid as a kid in the flashback scenes of Turner 2. Now Cameron himself confirmed in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con that Furlong will reprise the role in the first, for the first time in director Tim Miller's film. So that is huge. Because everyone's been thinking he's dead. Um... And uh, wow, I'm 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 stunned here. I because that's one of my problems with it, that Edward was gonna be dead. I mean, not Edward himself, but John Connor was gonna be dead because he's nowhere in the trailers. I thought what they were gonna do, and originally I thought there was gonna be an end credits scene and we were gonna see John Connor, but then you heard that he's gonna be killed. That's why, it's, you know, that's. I don't know how I don't know how Arnold's in it as old Terminator. I, like he dies, like I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I don't know. I'm excited for this film. I'm even more excited now. You can tell. I'm just I'm pumped for this. I'm I'm, I'm marking out already. But I look forward to the Terminator Dark Fate. And this is I feel like if the audience just gives us a chance. I know they have screwed the fans over and over and over. Terminator Three was basically a remake of Turner 2. I've heard it and over and over. Uh, it's still a solid popcorn flick. I know Terminator Turner 2 is not really a popcorn flick. Uh, Terminator is a gritty um, thriller suspense film of a, a cyborg coming back and, hunt, and hunting down Sarah Connor. And, uh, you know, uh, Terminator 2 changed the way special effects was done. I mean, they're classics. I'm telling you right now, though, I have a feeling. I have this feeling. I haven't had this feeling for a Terminator film since probably T2. Uh, this is going to be something special. This is going to be something special. I believe this. I, honestly, I'm not. Terminator's one of my biggest franchises, but I haven't felt true excitement since T2. T3, I was excited because it was back. Arnold was back, you know? And, uh, but, you know, Terminator Salvation had no excitement. I hated it going in. I hated that they were doing it without Arnold. It just didn't look like a Terminator film to me. It looked more like a Mad Max film. Excuse me again. But, wow, this blew me away. And, and the last one, Genesis, which I, I was excited for because Terminator was back. Uh, 
we're, we're going to get a young Sarah Connor, but they changed everything. They ruined the whole Terminator series with what they did, and it was, it was awful. It turned into a comic book film, and not a good one. Uh, it's my worst film in the series. It's one. Of, it would have made my probably would have made my worst film that year. Uh, I was so upset over it after. But yeah, I'm sorry I had to change things. This was just announced. I mean, Edward Furlong is back as John Connor in Terminator Dark Fate. Um, boom, that's going to be the headline of this week. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, Kevin Smith drops star-studded Jay and Silent Bob reboot Red Band trailer. I have not seen it. Um, uh, but... Wow, um, I'll definitely check that out and uh, get back with y'all on this. Maybe tomorrow I'll review, you know, talk about the Red Band trailer. Uh, I'm looking for... Whoa, whoa! Whoa! I'm just reading about it. Ben F... Oh, I gotta read it. I gotta read it for you. Here we go, here we go, here we go. <laughs> Director Kevin Smith has dropped the first Red Band trailer for Jay and Silent Bob reboot, a hit of the movie Saturday Hall H panel at San Diego Comic Con 2019. The latest movie in the view, Ask Newverse, sees stoner buddies Jay and Silent Bob, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, go on a road trip to Hollywood in an attempt to stop a reboot, a reboot of a movie based on the comic characters based on them, Bluntman and Chronic. Jay and Silent Bob reboot features plenty of familiar faces, including Ben Affleck as Blunt Man. Oh, yes. Ben is back. I'm, I'm excited. I really am. I really am excited. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. But, oh, man, this is awesome. It's Chronic co-creator Holden McNeil. Other returning cast members, including Shannon Elizabeth, who we haven't seen in years, as Justice. Brian um, Holleran as Dante. Oh, from Clerks. Oh, that's awesome. And Joy Lauren Adams is Alyssa Jones. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure, you know. Yeah, I guess that she, she's playing her character from Chase and Amy, uh, which would be cool. I would love to see a sequel to that, actually. The movie also features Affleck's fellow Batman actor, Val Kilmer. Uh, oh, I forgot about Val. Batman Forever. Supergirl star Melissa Benoist. Thor actor Chris Hemsworth is in his. And Joe... Mang, uh, who played Deathstroke in Justice League after credits scene. Uh, I, I, the women know him from uh, Magic Mike, I believe. Uh, Smith's daughter, Harley Quinn Smith, plays the love child of Jay in Justice, a tough-talking girl gang member called Millennium Falcon. Other famous faces include Matt Damon, Ro Rosario Dawson, Justin Long, James Vanderbeek is back! Yeah! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm marking it out here. I love James. Favorite show, Dawson's Creek. Uh, no hating. No hating. Jason Biggs is returning. Craig Robinson and Fred Armisen. Oh, man. I wish that we could have had a Clerks reunion, though. Like, the other actor is, uh, not Dante, but the other one, the, he's, uh, they have some kind of beef or something. But, yeah, I'm gonna watch this trailer uh, and react to it live here. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I I'm sorry, but I am excited here. Um, so I'm gonna pause this real quick. Okay, so I just watched it, uh, the trailer to Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this movie. I'm so excited. Oh, Ben FX in it, uh, James Vanderbilt. I've told you, it's gonna be great. It's gonna, it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be, oh man, man, this brings me back so many memories. This, this shared universe they got going. I mean, man, oh, I can't wait for it. I really am excited for it. I don't think Beth will want to see it. She she doesn't like it. But I I'll tell you right now. Oh, this is a this is a this is gonna be my favorite reboot ever. 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 Oh man, this is gonna be great. So anyway, yeah, so I just watched it. I'm very excited for this movie. Um um It's gonna be a headline. Uh oh man, this is gonna be so much fun. It's just gonna be fun. Man. Whew. It was so so great to see those characters. Uh Oh man, um, dude, I want a Clerks three so bad. I want to chase an Amy too. Uh, I want every. I just want this franchise to keep going because it's, man, it's gonna be awesome. But anyway, I'll get to the final one uh, that I was originally gonna do, and I thought it was gonna be the final until I saw these. Um, 
the unbelievable trailer, which is a Netflix limited series, stars uh, Caitlin Deaver from Last Man Standing and uh, that uh, what was it called? I want I want to say Bookworm. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's what it was called. Um, book smart, not bookworm. Book smart. Okay, I did not see it. Uh, but it's it stars her from that. Um, Tony Collette from Hereditary, which she was really good in. Merritt Weaver from Nurse Jackie. Uh, and you know, uh, it, it's 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 about it's a story. About rape. Uh, this guy is raping these women. I mean, these single women that live alone and their stories are not believed. And it looks like it's going to be a great series. Um, truly emotional stuff here. Um, it's based on a true story as well. So that, man, it's just, it's sad and it's going to be depressing. But it really looks good. It looks, and she looks like she's going to, be a star in this and she's breaking out with book smart and she still has last man standing but she's breaking out you know and, and becoming a true actress and you gotta love that i've seen a little bit of last man standing not not a lot but i've always it's it i enjoy that show uh from what i have seen of it but anyway that that is uh movie news uh i'm very excited movie news actually uh but yeah go check these out i mean if you a lot of stuff is going on today, so uh, check it all out. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening. This has been Brandon Spivey from Movie News. I'm planning to do some uh, Clearing My Cue reviews of uh, Christie and an 80s gem of Action Jackson. Uh, but hopefully I'll get that out later today. Uh, but if not, I'll try to get it out tomorrow. But anyway... Stay tuned for a lot more great content from the Markout Movie Podcast. And I am Brandon Spivey. And again, next week, uh, I know Aaron mentioned this. Um, he's going on vacation, so it'll just be me. Uh, hopefully, I'll have some guest uh, guest stars um, to help me out. But if not, it'll just be me. Uh, nothing's been confirmed from anyone. So hopefully, I can get somebody to help. But if not, I will bring out two episodes for you next week. Um, but this is uh, this is me signing off. This is Brandon Spivey from the Markout Movie Podcast.